Hey, hi, hello, how are you? And welcome back to Watch It Again, the podcast where we go through 101 movies to see before you die. As always, I am your host, Jacob, and with me are... I'm Kat. And I'm Nick. Um, yeah, so we're back. Um, After. <laughs> we had a week off again. Uh, yeah. yeah, I true. feel like we're a, we're a fortnightly podcast now. At this point, but from yes. now on we'll be back to hopefully weekly again. We, Who knows? We don't make any promises though. Things happen in lives and... The roster's going to rotate a few. Here we yeah. are. Yeah. Um, this week it's my oh, turn. Also Naomi's dead. No, what? What? <laughs> Should we? Oh my god! <laughs> <laughs> I can't believe you're breaking the news to me like this. Yeah, sorry. She um, was murdered. Fell in front of a bus. Wait, wasn't she pushed? No, by James. Oh yeah, but yeah, that's what yeah. you're right. Now. Yeah, because yeah. he's in jail. Oh. Yeah, right. Yeah. So it was kind of like a um, jealous thing that she was getting more airtime. Right. So yeah. he pushed her in front of the bus. I mean, she kept interrupting him and he was yeah. like, nah. That's <laughs> yeah, that's it. <laughs> Made an example out of her. See you later. And yeah. Oh. Okay. Yeah. No, in reality, Naomi's not dead. She's just got a full-time job in Sydney now. And so she left us. No, but good on her for start doing her that. started her own podcast probably with all her cool housemates. Yeah. All 24 of them. I don't know how many they were. I can't remember. Anyway, this is a great tangent to start <laughs> the episode on. Um, so this week, it's my turn. And... As you can tell by the episode title, it's uh, North by Northwest by Alfred Hitchcock. Um, came out on the 20th of November, 1959. It was written by Ernest Lehman. Um, Has he written any of our other... <sighs> haven't looked it up. The now, I suppose. The Shouldn't you know? The name sounds it's your familiar. Week. Yeah, I didn't, I didn't look that bit up. You've got a deep dive into every single aspect of the If you don't know movie. everything, then you're a fake fan. If you've only just read the Wikipedia page or not even Which that. Which he would not. He would have done research other than that, surely. No, I did never opened the Wikipedia page. <laughs> oh. So, fuck you. <laughs> um, he wrote... Oh, that, what has just happened? Oh, I just, okay. Um... We just want to know if he's written anything else on the list. Not his full bibliography. Uh, I don't think there's anything no. else on the list, but he did write West Side Story oh. and The Sound of Music. Oh. And... That would be where I know the name from. And he wrote the 62nd Annual Academy Awards TV special. Oh. I didn't know you could write that. Neither did I. And he yeah, wrote a movie called... Sabrina, twice. The Teenage Witch? No. This one has Harrison Ford in it. Oh. Interesting. Okay, continue. Uh, but there he also wrote, that was in 1995, but he also wrote Sabrina in 1954. So this guy's so old. That was a remake. Yeah, but he wrote both of them. It's probably just the same script. Good stuff. Oh, and he also... Wrote lyrics on I Have Confidence for Stewie Griffin, The Untold Story in 2005. So is he still oh. alive then? No. Okay. Oh. <laughs> um, what a way to go out. <laughs> Family guy. He died in 2005. Aww. Aww. At the age of 89. Long look at this man. Oh, wow. What you think an 89-year-old man would look like. Yeah. Yeah. Anyway, so... North by Northwest also stars Cary Grant, Eva Marie Saint, James Mason, Philip Ober, and Martin Landau. 
Um, before I go into anything else, what are your initial thoughts on the uh, viewing of this film? Loved it. I think this is my favourite Hitchcock thing. Yeah. We've seen. Yeah. Yeah. This is really good. And I'm going to say one fact before I go into anything else. This is um, like kind of credited as being the first like James Bond film. Oh yeah, I right. saw that. I, I was watching this and I was like, "Cause wasn't something?" I thought, I thought that was Connery, by James Mason. But no, so um, the helicopter chase in From Russia with Love, yeah, is inspired, inspired by, by the, the plane, the crop duster, right? Scene in this film, um, which is pretty intense. Yeah, I thought it was like yeah. For, oh, back then, like people would have been like, "Holy fuck!" The There's hell? a plane coming oh my towards God, me. A plane came <laughs> towards the set and started shooting at them. But also, like, that's a real plane, and he was really in that field. I mean, the diving yeah. scenes, he's on the soundstage, and it's playing, like, projected behind him. Yeah, mm. yeah. But where he's, like, running and stuff, that plane was flying around above his head. Mm. Which is just crazy. Um, so, plot-wise, I guess, I'm just going to do a quick summary that I found that was the number one voted on IMDb, because... Why not? And it was very... We love stealing other people. As you can see just here, it is very short. (laughs) Yeah. Oh, nice. So, Madison Avenue advertising man Roger Thornhill finds himself thrust into the world of spies when he is mistaken for a man by the name of George Kaplan. Foreign spy Philip Van Dam and his henchman Leonard try to eliminate him, but when Thornhill tries to make sense of the case, he is framed for murder. Now, on the run from the police, he manages to board the 20th Century Limited bound for Chicago, where he meets a beautiful blonde, Eve Kendall, who helps him evade the authorities. His world is turned upside down yet again when he learns that Eve isn't the innocent bystander he thought she was. Not all is as it seems, however, leading to a dramatic rescue and escape at the top of Mount Rushmore. Pretty concise. It's just... This film has it all. Like, it is just the best. Hitchcock... I Like, I'm trying to find words to describe... Are you looking up a thesaurus right now? No, I'm not looking up <laughs> <laughs> I think thesaurus, thesaurus right now. Thesaurus for amazing. Wow. S- wow. Cool. Spectacular. <laughs> Mind, I'm not even reading a list. I'm Um, just thinking what comes to my head. No, but it is a good movie. And, like, compared to a lot of other movies from the 50s or the 40s or even the 60s, like, that we have watched, the pacing and the story is very, very good. And there's not – well, I didn't find there was a moment where I was like, oh, this is dragging on a bit. At the start, I think at the start, because I, I had no idea what the movie was. And I yeah. was like, this sucks. Like, this well, guy, I had no idea. I thought it was just going to be about like so much. a mama's boy who like did everything with his mother. Like nah. she, uh, but I mean, then, he did until this. Yeah. Like he was that. Yeah. yeah. And oh, then 100%. he was a cool action man. With sunglasses on. Yeah. Um, so... Did Imagine either of you? How many pairs of sunnies? Like those sunglasses I saw. <laughs> oh, like the, mate. the olden day Ray Bans that like Tom Cruise wore and popularized. So, who did either of you see Hitchcock in this film? No, no but I was looking out for him. I wasn't because right I, I forgot this was Hitchcock. At the start, like, like right, right, at the right at the start, there's like in like the city, there's people getting on a bus. Yeah. Right. And the last person to get on the bus doesn't get on because the door's shut. That's Hitchcock. Ah. Uh. 
And it's okay. like, huh, there is. Because <laughs> I was expecting him to be on the train somewhere. No, nah, he was just stuck right at the side. He went to get on a bus and then oh. he, the door shut in front of him. I was like, huh, mm. you didn't get to go on the bus. Sad, I missed that. So my first, you've got trivia, trivia, sad facts, fun facts, and some just facts because I'm kind of just going to go through this because it has behind the scene things of the movie and then just talk about it as we go. Yep. Mm-hmm. Because, I mean, why not? Um, so Cary Grant, who plays our lead, Roger Thornhill, found the screenplay baffling and midway through filming told Sir Alfred Hitchcock it was a terrible script. <laughs> We've already done a third of the picture and I still can't make head nor tail of it. Because movies don't shoot in order, you <laughs> idiot. <laughs> I think a lot of times Hitchcock did. Call yourself a movie star. Did he? Yeah. yeah. A lot of like then, a lot of the time they just filmed it in. Not like now, it's like, oh, well, we're doing this yeah. bit and this bit. Um, Hitchcock knew this confusion would help the movie. After all, Grant's character had no idea what was going on either. <laughs> Grant thought the movie would be a flop right up until its premiere where it was rapturously received. Rapturously. You know I didn't look up because I'm going to quickly do it right now. It's fucking box office. Oh, true. Um, See, if you'd gone on Wikipedia, you would have known. I know, but I just went to my IMDb app. Box office. This week brought to you by IMDb. <laughs> no. <laughs> I so <wish. laughs> it had a budget of $3 million and it made 9.8. That's pretty good. Triple year budget. Whereas in comparison, Rear Window made 36.8. Which is like, that was a really, like, that's all shot in one spot. Yeah. Mm. And Vertigo made 7.3. Oh, okay. So. I do really like this movie, but I do really like Vertigo as well. So it's kind of like a tie. Yeah, I know. Your movie for next week, I have the number right there. That's how much yours made. Oops, I clicked on it. Yeah, I picked mine because it's also an Alfred Hitchcock movie. It's that number. Oh, wow. Just remember that for next week. There's a fact for you for next week to use. (laughs) Thank you. I will. I've already forgotten it. I'm paying it forward. (laughs) I've already forgotten the number. Um, so the scene where the crop duster is chasing and shooting at Thornhill was um, filmed with a real plane. While sh- um, the shot where the pl- but with the shot where the plane crashes was done with large models. Mm. But There's a lot of really good model stuff in yeah. this. So like, they had a real plane flying around and a real truck. Yeah. Then they have a shot of them crashing into each other with models. Then yeah. it goes back to a shot of them on fire, which again is a real plane and a real truck. Wow. So I was just like, we need to get into the situation where it's on fire, so why not just crash the plane yeah. into the truck? Yeah. I guess they didn't have the like the yeah. stunt yeah. ability to do that without actually killing people. Nah. Yeah, it sounds dangerous <laughs> back then. It's the 50s. Just kill, the, just kill uh, them. Make their family millionaire. Who cares? Oh, my gosh. Um, oh, can I ask? Yes. Did either of you guys see the twist with Eve? Like... That she was actually... Yes. Yeah. Okay. I, I assume yeah, it was good. either going to be that or she was... It, had, oh, it had to be her or the... Um, it had to be her or Leonard. Yeah, yeah. And Leonard just seemed too evil to be a like double agent, yeah. so it had to be her. Yeah. I also thought she might have just been like... I know. At the start, I was like, oh, she, she's just crazy. She was like another serial yeah. killer who's well, trying to like hang out with them, but no. When she was, like, coming on to him, I was like, geez, this girl is really keen. (laughs) 
I would walk the fuck away. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I, no. I was like, this no, guy is obviously it. very lonely. Yeah. <laughs> so like, he's on the run for murder, and you're like, get in my cabin. Yeah. He's like, ah, what are you gonna do to me? <laughs> <laughs> okay, I'm glad you guys thought it was mm. obvious. Also, I know this is a, a very Hitchcock thing, but I buy it less and less every time. But I'm over like the dude in like his 40s or what 50s, probably this guy. Fifty-five. Like, the actor was fifty-five. Oh yeah, right. getting with the twenty-year-old actress. Yeah, she was like twenty-six. But, no, but the character's twenty-six. The okay. actress was thirty-four. That oh, still doesn't yeah. make it right. But still, still it's slightly better that she's in her mid-thirties, not her mid-twenties, making out with a fifty-five-year-old man. Like obviously, her it's slightly less actually, creepy. I'll defend it because this character, like, there was a character reason for her to. But also, the actor's fifty-five, but his character is meant to be like forty. Still. Which I'll come to that in a second. Still. Yeah. And also, the walls of that train are very thin. Like, yeah. everyone is going to know what's going on yeah. in there. Like, you're yeah, going to be able to hear the conversation of them going. The, yeah, he's yeah. In, yeah. The, the bed, the flipped up bed, and they're just screaming. Yeah. Like, like, dude, shut the fuck up. Yeah. Like, yeah. Enough banter, Jesus Christ. <laughs> Put it away. <laughs> so... So Alfred Hitchcock couldn't get permission to film inside the United Nations. So, so he did it anyway? No, well, <laughs> so footage was made of the exterior of the building using a hidden camera and the rooms were later recreated on a soundstage. There's only one thing. There's a shot of Cary Grant walking into the building and up <laughs> the stairs. So Hitchcock filmed... Cary Grant's entrance into the United Nations building from across the street with a hidden camera. When he gets to the top of the stairs, a man about to walk down the stairs does a double take upon seeing the movie star. There That's you go. in the film. Huh. The guy's like, hang on. <laughs> Is that Cary Grant? What the fuck? Be like someone walking past Brad Pitt being like, yeah. hang on. Hang on, what? that was Brad fucking Pitt, yeah. <laughs> so I thought that was kind of funny. Hitchcock was like, well, I can't go inside. Well, guess what? I'm going to film outside and then we're going to recreate it. <laughs> but some of the shots in that, some of the super, especially when he's leaving, there's a shot from above at the top oh, of the building. Oh, okay, I was going to bring fantastic. that up. So good. Like, I mean, obviously it's painted. Yeah. But it looks phenomenal. Because it's not just him. It's the, his little silhouette right on the ground yeah. running. There's other people moving. And then yeah. the car, the taxi moves. Yeah. It's so good. It's unreal. So, so good. I mean, it was kind of, yeah, it's just, uh, oh, some of the, like, work in this on that. Yes, yeah, so I thought this was going to be, like, one of his, like, last movies because it's very, like, I don't know, it seems like way higher budget than everything yeah. else. Yeah. Like this, like but he the did it Mount as Rushmore. I was like, holy fuck. He that did this sick. as, like, a, he wanted to do something different all the romance like yeah. kind of thriller yeah. things that he'd done before mm. like because I mean, all the I ones we kind of looked at are pretty similar but like when you look at like a Vertigo and Rear Window it's all yeah. they're kind of very similar themes and stuff and this is like spies espionage car chases there is some of that stuff though that, like the romance yeah. thing I, I felt like it was kind of tacked on but it's just really. the time yeah. Yeah, yeah you've got to have a love interest that ends up falling in love and marrying you've got to have them. the love interest mm. that's 20 years younger um yeah. Yeah. Helps yeah, you out enough. of the pickle. Also, also, the scene where they're getting off the train and he's carrying the bags before, like, <coughs> after she spoke to the officers and then, like, he came back. I didn't realise that was him. 
Really? Mm. Yeah, because I was just focused on her and I was like, where the fuck did he go? Yeah. <laughs> um, so I thought that was clever. Anyway. In the DVD documentary about this film, Eva Marie Saint, who plays Eve Kendall, our double agent for the good guys, not double agent against the good guys, just to mm. clarify the double agency, recounts how Sir Alfred Hitchcock, dissatisfied with the costumes the studio had designed for her, marched her to Bergdorf Goodman and personally picked out clothes for her to wear. He took her shopping. I mean... He took her clothes shopping because everything that the studio gave them, he was like, no, this isn't what the female spy is going to wear. Well, and just enough. took her clothes shopping. Yeah. And I'm like, that's just... W-. like, There's all this stuff about he's like... I thought you were going to say something horrible. Yeah, yeah. Was, every time we talk about like, him... Watch and he's, her get changed. Yeah, no, like, I thought going to like, like, cut like... More cleavage into a dress yeah. or something. <laughs> you know, like every time we talk about him and his female star, he's like he's mentally abusing them. All this, oh, and that. Yeah, he's just like yeah. this one. He just took clothes shopping. Yeah, yeah. It's like oh okay. Or maybe he just like started like harassing her like for the money back while they were shooting. Like it's, it's like no pressure, but you're giving like that like ten yeah. grand you owe me, right? Yeah. He's like oh, you know worries, and just every day he just like. Um. So speaking of age in this film. Jesse Royce Landis, who played um, Roger Thornhill's mother. What do you think the age gap between her and Cary Grant is? Four oh, years. Yeah, so not close. very much. Oh. Three. Five. Add, add those two numbers together. Seven, seven years. Seven, she is seven years older than that man. Oh, that's so weird. <laughs> <laughs> that's so weird when you think about it. She looks a lot older than him. Yeah, but his character is meant to be like 40. Right. So, so he's like 55. So his character. She would have been like 17 when she had him then. 22. Take 15 years off him plus the seven years on. Oh, her. true. <laughs> so normal. it's kind of, yes, but it's just like, yeah, she's Is the right <laughs> age. He's yeah. just paying someone that's 15 years younger than him. But that's just fucking weird. Yeah. So, um, Cary Grant received, how much do you reckon he got paid? 500,000. Mm. Oh. Close? Yes. 600,000. You went in the wrong direction. 400,000. Yeah. In between. 450,000. 450, yeah. Damn it. So, but. <laughs> you got the point this week. <laughs> but, but, but. Oh, wait, he got a he got a percentage of the gross, didn't he? No. Uh, so. He donated some of it. No. No, he didn't. So he, he received 450,000, which is a substantial amount of money to get paid to be in a film in like 1959. It's like, what, a sixth of the budget? Yeah. But. Oh, sorry. He did also get a he plus a percentage of the profits, but Knew it. the movie also went way over schedule. Nine whole weeks Holy over shit. schedule, right? Which means he got paid penalty fees. Oh, oh. fuck yeah! <laughs> Which was an additional three hundred and fifteen thousand dollars. Holy shit! That's almost his whole so he got paid, salary again. So he got paid. $765,000 for this film. At that point, plus, why are you complaining plus, about the script yeah. not making sense? Plus like, I'll say perc- anything, just pay me. I don't know what the percentage is, but plus a percentage of profits. So he probably made at least a million dollars from this film in 1959. I need to look up the conversion. This is why we need James. Too James, much. come back. <laughs> James, do the conversion now and then text me right now. I know this episode doesn't come out till Friday, <laughs> but do the conversion and send me a message so I know when you've listened to it. it. This will test him. This will see if he's yeah. really yeah. loyal. How much yeah, is exactly. it? Say a million? So, yeah, a million dollars. 
almost $16 million today. <laughs> Jesus. Far out. But that's Australian. Because <laughs> oh, so like this calculator is... A billion American dollars. Yeah. <laughs> oh, yeah. wait, no. Two American dollars. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you went the to, wrong way. I was about to What's your nothing. minus tax? <laughs> yes. Um, he got paid negative. So cinematographer Robert Burks recalled how Sir Alfred Hitchcock, frustrated with the inefficiency and costliness of paying for police protection again and again while shooting on location, referred to New York City's finest as New York's worst. When got the him. crew arrived at the next location... <laughs> Fucking got him. Well, when the Dickheads. crew arrived at the ne- their next location, the Plaza Hotel, there was no police protection. <laughs> <laughs> Because the cops from NYC, like, I mean, fair just went, enough. Fuck you. Yeah. <laughs> Someone's going to insult you as if you're going to protect their life. It's, it's quite funny. Yeah. <laughs> I wouldn't do it. No. no, you wouldn't. Can you tell me which two future, at, well, in 1959, which two future famous directors feature in the train station scene that was shot in New York City's Grand Central Terminal? Future directors. So in 1959, they were obviously like now past slash current. So wait, are they like... Slash current. Steven Spielberg. No. So two of them made a cameo. George Lucas. Wait, a cameo in 1959. Yeah, so they were in the crowd. So they're in the crowd. It wasn't a cameo. No, so they're in the crowd. Yeah. Scorsese. Nope. No? Um, I literally cannot think of anyone. 1959. Far out. One Um, of them. Is Larry Cohen, and the other is George A. Romero. Really? <laughs> yeah. What? I don't and know. Either in the of crowd. Those how, I know Romero. How, how old was he then? Oh, he would have been. Let's find out. What did they direct? Um, I don't know what that other guy's done. Well, who was it? Larry, Larry Cohen. Cohen. I know the name. Fake fan. A fake fan. Fake fan. Fake film fan. You call yourself a film podcaster. <laughs> so much. He did uh, a return to Salem's Lot, Hell Up in Harlem, Maniac Cop 1 and 2. Um, <laughs> there was two of them? <laughs> okay, I know none of these movies. Perfect Strangers? Still don't know that movie. Uncle Sam, I Want You Dead. That is the most terrifying thing I've ever seen. Have you watched that movie? No, the poster. Oh. <laughs> Is there? Oh, oh, that's gonna give me nightmares. That's oh. so fucked. Is it gonna give you these nightmares? I don't want to see it. Oh, it's, just, it's just a movie called Nightmares. Oh. Okay. Oh, it's huh. burned Did, into my brain. Yeah, I've not seen anything Larry Cohen. Yeah. Okay, so. Do you know who George A. Romero is? No. This guy. You just showed me an old okay. man with he, glasses. He, he created the zombie. Night of the Living Dead, like Dawn of the Dead, Day of the Dead, <gasps> Land of the Dead. Really? That's cool. Survival of the Dead, Diary of the Dead. It, yeah. How did... What? I don't... Okay, I'm going to have to talk to you about this later. Yeah. That's cool. pretty cool. Yeah. You so should have just led with that. Sorry. George A. Romero. Um, Not the other weird guy. <laughs> in 2006... A panel of GQ magazine fashion experts. Oh, here we go. <laughs> you guys are like, where's Strap this going? <laughs> <laughs> Said that the grey suit worn by Cary Grant throughout almost the entire movie was the best suit in movie history. 
No. It was also the most influential on men's style, stating that it has since been copied for Tom Cruise's character in Collateral and Ben Affleck's character in Paycheck. This sentiment has been echoed by writer Tog McOwen, who called it gorgeous and wrote a short story, Cary Grant's Suit, which (laughs) recounted the movie's plot from the viewpoint of the suit. <laughs> but I bet it, it sold a million oh, copies. <laughs> it is a very nice suit and like the style did yeah. influence okay. and like the sunglasses that he wears. And you said before, the sunglasses that Tom like it influenced the way that people like it's, it's actually really funny that you bring that up because in the movies that I have watched this week, that was gonna be something that I brought up. So yeah. You'll find out in about half an hour. <laughs> All right. Yeah, so like suits, but like he's yeah, it's really like you know, he's the businessman that's out there yeah. doing spy stuff in the suit and tie and you know, it's, it's a really like a nice grey suit. I will give yeah, that. It no. is a nice suit. I think I prefer a darker grey than that because no, it's just like it gets a bit dirty. And then if you get like stabbed or something, blood shows a bit yeah. more. Yeah, but I think like it's it kind of just like it's he's not in the black tux or whatever like. You know, Bond yeah. or whatever is now. It's more like yeah, it's more. You were at the office See, doing like marketing it. things, and now you're in a spy scenario. Like you just wore your suit to work, and mm. yeah. I just love a black suit. Yeah. I'm I'm more of a color like blue or gray sort yeah, of guy for suits. Blue, I think. Yeah. Personally, I think for our last, I haven't worn a suit for a long time. For our last comms ball, yeah, I had gray that. pants and a blue jacket. I think if I go to another ball. Ball, ball. ball. <laughs> if I go to another ball, I'll wear a suit. I'm not going to wear a dress. Suit, really? <sighs> Power suited. Pants are just so much easier. Yeah, easier to like. You don't have to hitch. Anyway, I'm mm. not going to get into the semantics. No, I'm of about suits. I'm going to the toilet. <laughs> My friend has true, a tailored suit true, from true. Vietnam that he paid four dollars for, and it's $4. like the nicest thing ever. Far out. Oh, wow. And okay. it's like the perfect fit, and the materials like that four-way stretch stuff. Right. And it's just a really nice suit, and he paid four Australian dollars for it. And I'm, I'm like, "Fuck wow. you, man!" I got a tailored leather jacket in Bali, and it's not great. <laughs> <laughs> and, it was, and it was like, a, like not a hundred, but it was fucking. It's probably more, not more tailored. Probably this, they probably took your measurements and then just gave you a suit from the back room. Oh my god, no! Oh, I bet they did. <laughs> <laughs> That's hundred percent what happened. I if mean, it doesn't fit well, they didn't use your measurements to make it. Okay, I, I gotta. I oh know. I thought maybe I just got fat. All right, I gotta, I gotta try it again. <laughs> I'll, I'll try it on again when I get it. Also, home. that could be a reason. No, no, let's not, you know, let's not assume. <laughs> I don't know. I think, like, anyone can look good in a suit, whoever you are. Yeah. I think there's a line. Oh, definitely. There's definitely a line of where you don't look good in I, a suit. I think you need to have broad shoulders to look really good in a suit. Yeah, if you're if the suit's really loose fitting and looks baggy, it looks terrible. Dep- like when you get like I to mean, those like kids in the big jackets, so those really like thin guys, and it's like it just looks really cheap. But like a well fitted suit, yeah, I think yeah. Thin, I think if you're thin, it'll work. I think like, you just need a well fitting. Like when you've got like a baggy jacket or baggy pants. Yeah, yeah, but that can really also sh- be yeah. a vibe. Like I've seen women rock. Well, apparently baggy pants are back in style. Yeah, they are. Like, I I just started wearing skinny jeans like five years ago, but apparently... Five years ago? <laughs> but they were out of but style they out of style, yeah. No, you can wear skinny jeans if you're skinny. Are you skinny, Nick? 
What do you say to the listeners? How are you describing yourself? Who takes though? up two of my dining chairs, guys? <laughs> <laughs> I, I'm a bit sad. I wasn't going to say anything. One cheek <laughs> Has to come in sideways <laughs> through the door. Poor old Nicholas. <laughs> Hoist him up over the balcony. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, someone's gone the other way off the balcony, so. Oh, no, Nick. Nick oh. is perfectly He's appropriate now. size. Thanks. I'd say <laughs> you're the size of the average Australian male that is our age. Okay. Yeah. Like, yeah. Yeah. Gee, thanks, guys. You're not fat, but you're not going to flow away in a light breeze. <laughs> right. Now I just feel like you're insulting <laughs> you. At least mine was guys, a That's chest. a compliment. I can't believe you guys made me eat burgers before we started. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> we need to change to a third chair. That's our goal. Uh, no. <laughs> Josh. Um, I, have one, I have one more fact. On my sheet. Is this okay. Fact? Is it a body positive fact? Because I think we really need that right now. Um, not really. <laughs> so screenwriter, <laughs> screenwriter Ernest Lehman of, uh, what did I say before? Um, the Sound, Sound, of, of, Sound music of Music fame. fame. That's the thing. What's That's exactly West Side Story? And West, and West Side, Side Story. Story. Yeah. Both Very music. Mm. Um, Both music. Yes. yes. Correct. <laughs> Thank you. Knew he wanted his hero to be an innocent man. Possibly. A sports announcer, a newspaper man, an advertising executive, or even a Frank Sinatra type entertainer. I would say that out of all of those, they well, are all like the <laughs> least amount of innocent. people I would trust. So like you know, like sports announcer, they're like no, just no. They're around people playing sports. Those man, guys suck. They're always biased. Depends who owns yep. the paper. Hey, I'm a news. I'm technically a journalist. Yeah, and you're biased. Oh, hey, hey, hey. We don't trust you at all. <laughs> no. oh, fuck. <laughs> marketers. Yeah, um, fuck. Cigarettes no. were marketed for years back when this movie was made. Yeah. Um, and what was the other one? Frank Sinatra type entertainer. Frank yeah, Sinatra was just a criminal. He should have been a judge or a priest. Oh, no, not a priest. No, <laughs> not that. Not that. A judge then. Hmm. No, because that's judge. more like. Okay, you should have just been a nothing. He should have sat at home. He should, should have been a school teacher. Oh. Mm. Uh, also debatable. He should have been. What's a wholesome job? Um, um, a the general store owner. I don't yes. know. A preschool teacher. Sure. How is that any different? Just like. Because, um, I don't know. High school teachers can get a bullied. A farmer. A farmer. There we go. There you go. You should have been a farmer. I just listed all the jobs my parents have. <laughs> okay. Oh, that's nice. Um, <laughs> so and you all semi-agreed that they were <laughs> good jobs. <laughs> an engineer. I don't know any engineers. I know an... I a, used to... A librarian. I, oh, yeah. I listed I, the jobs that my parents have. <laughs> honestly, I've, I've met some shitty librarians. <gasps> we're trying to say about my mum. <laughs> Some, not all. <laughs> so, like, you met my mum. So, what are you trying to say? Your Some, mom's not lovely. all. She yeah. offered us tea. You offer us tea, or gin, or gin. <laughs> um, <laughs> so, so he wanted them to be an innocent man, but couldn't figure out how the hero would get into trouble. So, Alfred Hitchcock ended his dilemma by recalling a story idea. <coughs> stole the idea. A New York City newspaperman. Just say fucking journalist for fuck's sake. <laughs> this no, is me reading something. This isn't uh, me ju- saying newspaper man. This is ju- journalist is becoming a dirty word. I I, I prefer um, newspaper, newspaper man. man. Um, 
had once given him at a cocktail party. An idea about some government agency creating a non-existent decoy agent to throw the villains off the trail of a real government agent. Oh, so he did steal it. Yes, exactly. Because that's the exact fucking plot of the movie. I bet someone watched this movie and was like, Motherfucker. Wait. This is my idea. What? I told Hitchcock that. And then everyone's like, sure you did, buddy. Sure you did. It's like Ross in Friends, like, I came up with the idea for Jurassic Park. I wrote it on a napkin, but I don't have it anymore. Yeah. Sad. Yeah, Um, it is. It did not take Lehman and Hitchcock long to concoct a similar phantom agent for their plot purposes. No, that's just the plot. You should just just copyright everything. Guys, don't tell stories. Don't tell anyone any stories except for what we tell you on this podcast. Mm. Because we have a a recorded account of what we're saying, (laughs) which is dated. So if you steal ideas, we can sue you. I think, yes. 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 We'll just say yes. Yes. So this film (laughs) is a a very pre-James Bond-esque spy thriller that takes you on a roller coaster through... Lots of different locations. Yeah. Mm. And it was shot in a lot of different locations. But including like, you know, not Mount Rushmore, but also Mount Rushmore. No, they did go to Mount yeah. Rushmore. But they obviously like and they at rebuilt, some points yeah. they had. And then they rebuilt Mount Rushmore in a soundstage, different parts of it for mm. them to climb all over. Which I thought was really cool. Because all of this looks fantastic. Yes. All the superimposed stuff onto like it just looks unreal. And it is not tiring. <laughs> no, but um, th- yeah, there's a lot of elements in this of like deception and like when he is taken away, you know, they pour a whole bottle of bourbon down his throat and put him in a car and he manages to then drive a long way, very intoxicated with his mm. eyes mostly shut and avoids a lot of crashes and cliffs and How things. How did they get it into his, like, I just don't, like, did they put a funnel down or? Put it in the mouth and then well, hold the I nose. Well, he'd nose. drown if he didn't swallow yeah. it. So. Yeah, you've kind of just got to. Because, yeah, otherwise, yeah, you drown or suffocate. <laughs> um, And then. Fun times. Yeah, so then when they, then they kind of cover it all up really quick and use a fake wife. Of the guy because no one knows what she looks like, but she's the real one's actually dead. And then it's like, oh no, he's giving a speech at the General Assembly of the United Nations. And he goes there and meets the guy, and it's not the criminal that was in the house, it's another guy. And then gets stabbed oh, in the back. He gets throwing no, knife. He gets throwing knife. It's not a stab, it's, it's a cool. really good fucking throw across a room. Yeah. It'd been really awkward if someone just happened to, like, as you Hit went to throw it, the- just walk, no, just walk in the way. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I've been stabbed in the arm. Um, but also, like, also, this is like this is the first movie I've seen that has my last name in it. I saw that. And I was like, oh, yeah. I've never seen. You that. don't know my last name, do you? I do. <laughs> I was just like, I'm. It was more like, oh wow, you were really amused. Like you're like, yeah, yeah. I heard it. I was like, hello. <laughs> <sighs> wow. There you go. Yes, wow, I'm so a shallow, shallow person. I look for my name in movies. My last name's def. If my last name showed up in a movie, I'd be extremely fucking suspicious. I get it all the time. Yeah, you would. But if in one episode of Supernatural, my brother's full name is written on a tombstone, and that was like the fucking weirdest thing. I was watching, and I was like, "Whoa!" My name <laughs> Whoa. is a character's name in Hawaii Five-O. 
Huh. Your full name? Yeah. Like, like the, middle the, name too? No, like a oh. villain. Uh, not my full name, but like my first and last name. Are you secretly just a character in Hawaii? Yes. Either? Yeah, I just and got back. Just, yeah. so much sense. <laughs> That's where I've so been tans. this whole time. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Thanks. oh my God. <laughs> <laughs> Who does have like Hollywood sort of like glow at the moment under this light? Yes. That's, you do? Yeah. I've been Hang out. on, I'll take a photo for our listeners. <laughs> oh, thanks. It's not going to be as, <laughs> the justice nice. that... It's because I was sunburnt because I was out. Oh, hang on, on I need farms. to switch it. Yeah, you're gonna look really awkward. <laughs> Everyone enjoy this post that you would have seen days ago. That yeah. now <laughs> he had no context. <laughs> no context. There you go. <laughs> so, um, it's weird lighting tonight. There's so. some really weird moments in this movie. Especially near the start when he gets first arrested with the cops. Mm. He's like, but they they did this, they did that. Like, oh, sure they did, buddy. Like, mm. there's no. Like, oh, let's go and investigate and then go to the house. And it's just like... I kind of got it because he was drunk. But, like, also he took them... This is the house. This is the place. You'd think you'd, like, look into it. Like, yeah. Just because the wife's like... Just a bit oh, he's, more. He's at the UN. And also I, I expected more from this guy, like... Yeah. Just getting killed. Like, why were they in his house? They were just using it because it they knew it was empty and it was a good cover. But how they know... How they know his house is that way? Because they thought knew there he was living in his apartment. Of, I thought there would be some sort of relationship there and like something more to it, but there was kind of nothing. Yeah, it was just very. I was like, odd. Oh, that sucks, but yeah. I did think it was very funny though. I like actually, I like openly laughed when um, the him and his mum are in the lifts and the two guys are in there. She was <laughs> like, "Are you going to kill yeah. my son?" I was like, I was "And like, everyone started laughing." Yeah, I was, I was like, "Oh, it's fucking funny." Yeah, but no. Um, that whole scene when they go into like the hotel room, like the ho- hotel bit, is very funny. Yeah, and there's like the um, what you, what would, what's the word you say? The woman. Um, what's the job? Receptionist. No, the one that's upstairs doing all the linen and stuff. Uh, what's the, the word? Um, no, uh, but it's a special word for it in a hotel. Um, a maid cleaner. Uh, housekeeping Housekeeper yes. That's the word I'm looking I for I just looked up at the source No I, <laughs> I actually didn't Speed No the housekeeper She's like oh You know Calls him by the Like the fake name And he's like How do you know that that's my name It's like Because you're in the room And you're the man that's here So that's obviously you And he's like Huh And you can see his head's just like Huh Yeah Duh Like Yeah it's quite funny And then Because that's when he gets just like Does this guy even exist Because it's just all this Stuff, but no one's ever actually seen him because he doesn't exist. But it raises questions of who's putting the stuff in the rooms, who's actually physically checking in and out. Mm. The U.S. government—that's who. <laughs> <laughs> Jacob solved it. Yeah, I actually really like the idea. Like when it kind of cuts to that little council meeting for the first time, and they're just like randomly, just all of a sudden, there's just these six people around a table discussing and it's like oh that's unfortunate for that guy that he's been dragged mm. into this but at least now we have a real decoy that's our yeah. fake decoy and like we're not gonna do anything about it let's let it let's see what happens and it's like huh so you're just pulling all these strings and yeah and then at the end they're at the top and the bad guy's just standing there with them and I'm like, what the fuck's <laughs> going on here oh yeah also the ending sucks it just kind of just ends. Yeah, he's just like... Pulling her up. And it's then real tense. Pulling her up. And then all of a sudden they're on a train. And yeah, she's like, this is... And everything's fine. Yeah, and they're married. It's not Kaplan. Thornhill. Yeah, Thornhill. Yeah. Also, the train's gone in the tunnel. <laughs> like, come on, be more subtle. Like, 
Oh, yeah. yeah. <laughs> I, was like, I think yeah. Hitchcock said that was his, like, most phallic image and he was not proud of it. <laughs> <laughs> Went from pulling her up to get it. Yeah. No. Train going. Fuck off, Nick. <laughs> <laughs> I'm not Ooh. saying it. Yeah. Okay. Well. The, okay. So I have one question. Cat. Do you think Nick would watch it again? Oh, I think he would watch it if someone else wanted to watch it. Right, Nick, mm. do you think Cat would watch it again? <laughs> yes. Okay, Cat, would you watch it again? <laughs> I'd watch it if someone else wanted to watch it. <laughs> Nick, would you watch it again? I would just watch it again at my own free will. So it was uh, opposite of what you guys opposite. thought of each other. I thought I knew you so well. Yeah. Oh, guys, you, don't. you were just thinking of yourselves. <laughs> yeah, mate. In a world like this, you've got to. <laughs> oh. Sad but true. No, I would definitely just watch this again. Just yeah, fucking oath. It's, it's really good. Solid. Good luck to all the bloody other Hitchcock movies that are on here. Like, yeah, I'm kind I've, of like. I, th- I, th- I think I've said this for most of the Hitchcock movies we've watched. I've always been like, that's the best one. That's mm. it. But I genuinely think this will be it. This is just yeah. Really, it's just a like, good I, spy movie. Do we have one left? Is I've it? got one next week. Yeah, yeah. we got another Hitchcock next week. Yeah, I, and I've never heard of it. So. And it's from like forty six, so it's early. It's gonna. I picked suck. the earliest one that yeah. we've got left. It's gonna so. suck. Forties yeah, movie. Oh no! Is there speaking? I don't know. I haven't looked at it. I, I know it's in black so. and white, but the two <laughs> versions that are on YouTube are like there's like ten minutes difference in them. So I don't know. So I'm gonna we'll watch, watch the longer one. Yeah. Let what? Let's watch. The actually, longer no. One. I'm going to watch the shorter one and then pretend I watched the longer one, and you're not going to know <laughs> until you start to get one specific scene that's obviously not in the shorter one. It's probably I don't even know. I don't know. Just, just an ad for HelloFresh or something. Mm. <laughs> it's just embedded in the time. Probably. <laughs> There's no skip ad button. You got to like scroll on the bottom to find where the picture changes back to normal. I hate that videos. <sighs> Fucking sponsored segments. Anyway, how dare people make money? I know, right? <laughs> We could have sponsored segments. Anyway, this podcast is brought to you by sadness and Apple. loneliness. <laughs> oh, by gin and tonic. Yes, yes. By cats, gin and tonic. Yeah, whatever gin brand it was. I don't know. Tankery. And it's definitely home it's brand tonic. Tankery. No, it's oh. it's sweat. No sugar. Oh, oh, yum. Yeah. Nice. And no ice because Lockie used it all. Bastard. And a guy that's upstairs that sometimes features in the background of this podcast. <laughs> okay, guys, let's move on. All right. So, yeah, i definitely watch it again. Um, now it's time for... What we've been watching and what we're excited for. Bum, 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 ba, dum, boop, boop. <laughs> I don't know why I just did that. <laughs> I don't know either. <laughs> I'm going to cut it and I'm going to add it every week. No, okay. Definitely. Boys, yeah, what have back. you been watching? Well... Nick, you can go first. Oh, uh, well, yeah. Okay. Um, I hang on. Let me look. Oh I've no. been oh, uh, since yes, probably since we recorded last, I've been watching Superstore because <laughs> so have I. Yeah, <laughs> it's actually fucking sick. Where are you up to? Uh, I just saw. I, I just finished season three. Actually, I almost seen a season four. I okay. <laughs> like, I really like relate it. to this. <laughs> I on a very I, deep spiritual level, I, I don't think I do. No, I, I don't think I could have watched this when I was. Well, no, okay, I, I refused to watch it when I was working retail because all that was advertised in Australia, because Australia sucks at advertising, was like just people being like, "Oh my god, I hate these customers. I fuck, they're, they're fuck like yeah. you." But like, it's not that. It's just so much better. It's just a sitcom, and every now and again, it's like. Based in a store, like well, yeah, it's, it's always, always it's always store. it's always in the store, but like 
every now and again, like, I, I know, there's very little, oh, my God, the customer's always right. It kind Ew, of is, like, no, it kind of always, it's like their drama of, like, their lives going on while yeah. they're working. But then it would just cut to a silent thing of a customer doing a fucked up thing. Yeah. Like, so between like, scenes, right. it just cuts to a customer, like. Yeah, there'll be scene transitions of someone just, like. Being cooked. Yeah, just, like, e- eating, like, taking a bite out of an apple on a shelf and be like, no, I don't like that, and putting it back on. Uh, yeah, or just doing like all like yeah, and it's usually really funny. Yeah, they're always funny, yeah. but it's just like, huh? Yeah, people do do that, and then it just Maybe cuts I'll back to the watch it. Yeah, it's if you really enjoyable. Yeah, if you like the lawyer from Silicon Valley, he's the main dude. He's the only guy I know from it. Other as in than like Jonah? Like yeah, Jonah. American I can't see oh, him yeah. as like yeah. a lawyer in anything. Oh, he's no. just such a bumbling... He's very, he's very different performances. Yeah. But, uh, oh yeah, and uh, America Ferreira from Ugly Betty. And, and the Sisterhood of the Travelling Pants. Sorry, thing. and the Sisterhood of the Travelling Pants. <laughs> and uh, Josh Lawson. Yeah, Josh Lawson Australian. is randomly yeah. in there yeah. sometimes, yeah. Like very occasionally. I thought he was like a main character. But no, he just like, randomly pops up in random episodes. Yeah. Like, he's the pharmacist in the store. Okay, mm. good and to just know. randomly appears at the weirdest times. Yeah, like, nice. And his hair's always—he always has like—he goes between like long hair and a beard, and like yeah, no beard and like long hair. I was like, oh. he <laughs> just <laughs> flies in and out whenever he's obviously between doing other things. Yeah, but which is weird because I feel like I don't see him much at all. But I think he's like starting to yeah be more shit. But yeah, um, I also he's a, he's in season one a lot, and then he kind of tapers yeah. out as it goes. I smashed through. The first two seasons and all weekends. I'm I watching really like remember. episodes, multiple episodes a day at the moment. Yeah, I, I, I watch like one a day now just because I'm... I'm just powering like, through I don't know, doing like other things. It feels, it's, it's, it feels like it's getting very samey though. Like it does, I, it I just is, finished season three and I'm like, okay. No, like, season four I'm mixes it up a bit. Okay. There's a couple of changes that happen. Uh, I'm not looking forward to... Because I, I realised the last season that just came out they acknowledge like it's about COVID. COVID, yeah, because they, uh, they had to I keep just, filming, so they wear masks, and I, it's just yeah. real life. And I'm like, since they season seven or something, six, six, yeah, I'm like, oh, and I, I just, there. I don't know. I, I think we're past the point of being like doing COVID material. Oh no, I'm just, know. I'm just over it. <laughs> and also, it's not a thing for us anymore, yeah. really. So it's like kind of. But like, Australia never really did COVID material in anything. I haven't like, seen we never COVID really had material. It. In, yeah. Yeah, like, I think it was more common in, like, you know, like, late night talk shows and stuff, and that kind of oh, killed right. it for me. And uh, now and now it's been long enough where, like, actual TV and movies have been able to yeah, film come it. Because apparently Sonny's going to acknowledge it too. And I feel, I feel like by like the time that comes out, it's just going to be too long. Yeah. Well, um, obviously it's a massive thing in America what's, still. What's his name that did Michael Bay, his new film? Mm-hmm. It's like it's COVID twenty three and the world's fucking falling apart and it's the apocalypse and that is it's like why like are we doing this? Oh, yeah, it's like don't do this. No, it looks horrible. I can't he remember what's called, but it looks horrible. I script mm. off the thing and yeah. went, "I'll add COVID to that." Yeah, it just looks fucking terrible. Oh god! But okay. Superstore is fucking great. Superstore is good, but it's also one of those things where you can put on. While you're doing other things and just yeah, just and it's on and you can follow exactly what's happening. Mm-hmm. But you don't have to pay that much attention to it, but you still know what's going on. <laughs> yeah. And you're tuning in and go, huh, that was a funny joke, and then go back to what you were doing. Yeah. Right. Okay. And you can still follow the story because it's just so it's simple. It's very simple, yeah. Good to know. It's just great. And the characters, 
the interactions between. I haven't some, it's seen just, a lot of these actors before. Like the guy yeah. who plays Glenn, like the manager. Never the, seen him before. No, uh, there's well, probably like three people in the whole thing that I've seen in other things. Yeah, no, legit. The, just That's the it. Three I named. Yeah, That's all I've yeah. seen. Yeah. Oh no, the um Garrett, the dude in the wheelchair. He was in. He's in Parks and Rec as a yeah animal control guy. But yeah. It's just oh cool, good stuff. So yeah. I highly recommend. I'll watch. I'll start watching it tonight. Superstore nice. because it's and I feel like season two is where it gets really good. Yeah, I think uh, it picks up in the second season. I like. Yeah, I think so. Yeah, you're probably right. Um, Which I mean, a lot of things do. Yeah, you get more confidence. Like you got your first season, you've been renewed. Y- yeah, you got a bit more can, license to do stuff. Yeah, for sure. For sure. Yeah. Um, for sure. For I shizzle. also watched. Uh, yeah, I'm five episodes now into Invincible. Oh. I haven't started that yet. Oh, no, wait. I was thinking of something else. Don't worry. No? Okay, so it's a, it's a animated superhero show on Amazon Prime based on a comic by Robert Kirkman, who did oh. The Walking Dead. And it, uh, it's... Uh, Steven, no spoilers. No, no. Um, it's um, Stephen Yeun, who plays Glenn in The Walking well, Dead. Just any, but... No, sort of spoiler because no, that no, was years ago. You yeah, know who he is. No, yeah. no is it in the same style? Like, is the animation the same style as the um, graphic novel? It's pretty or? similar. I haven't read it. It looks a bit similar. I looked at it when I was in the comic store the other day and it looked similar to it what I It looks I'd like, and the people who have like watched me watch it agree, it looks like sort of the style, not exactly, but like of Pokemon or something we would have watched in yeah. like the mid-2000s. Like something that – like. Style like that yeah. budget, but yeah, it's like and really it, ultra violent. Yeah, the first episode is like y- you would because well, like my friends thought I was watching like a kid show because I was like, like my friend came in, he was like, "Oh, are you watching?" I was like, "Oh, it's just a superhero show," and he was like, "Oh yeah, no way!" <laughs> <laughs> wow, amazing and, surprise! And, and he like sat down just as I was taking the turn from like kid show to the most fucked. Violence I've ever seen <laughs> in anything ever. Like people just getting their heads squished and uh, like, and he was just apart. like, "What the fuck?" Yeah, and he was like, "Oh, this is sick." I was like, "I didn't know this was gonna happen." <laughs> I mean, yeah, um, yeah, because uh, they got a lot of complaints that people thought it was a kid show because of like how it looked on Amazon. And then it was though, like, boom, ultra violence. But someone says shit at the start, yeah. so it's like clearly not. It's also show. rated like MA if you but look yeah. at the fucking rating on it. But also, I, I wish they had not done that because, like, that like someone says shit at the start. That's literally the only adult thing that is until in it. until that moment. Yeah, until that makes the turn. I was like, fuck! Like, why'd they do that? Like, because I I'd heard it was like grown up, but I didn't know how mm. like intense it was going to be. But yeah, that's what I watched. Cool. Well, you kind of stole 50% of what I watched oh, because it was Superstore, but I've talked about that anyway. And then this Smallville update, we're now into season six. Um, Paul Lucy, like last week, we got to episode 12 of season five. Big episode. Um, so in episode 12, season five, Lana Lang, Clark's like high school crush, has a really fucking bad car accident and she's dead. Right, gets Does she come back? Well, car gets mangled. She gets thrown out of the car. Really graphic scene of her surrounded by glass, covered in blood. Clark kind of like super speeds in past Lex, not caring that, you know, Lex is just like, holy fuck, you have superpowers. 
picks her up and she's dead. So he's like, oh, this is fucked. Like, can't have this. So he goes to his Fortress of Solitude and has a chat with his daddy. <laughs> and he's just like, you know, you can't take her from me because he did a thing before and Jarelli's dad was like, you know, if you do this, someone close to you will die. And he went and did it. So Lana died. Right. And he's like, you can't you can't do this. You can't take her, not her. Like, please, you know. So he gives him a crystal and he travels back to the start of the day so he gets to do the day again. Why does he just fly around the world a bunch of times? Because it's not a thing in the – because you can't fly yet. So Oh, that's right. That's a rule, yeah. isn't it? They gave the riders. Yeah, fuck so, that. Um, so on the day, like when it leads up to this, that morning, the first time around, he tells Lana his secret – and reveals his powers and he takes her to the fortress and he proposes to her, huh. right? And she says yes. And then she's talking to Lex and Lex is like drunk and um, like It's so convenient that all these characters go to high school together. Well, Lex <laughs> didn't go to high school, he just lives in the town. Well, it's convenient that He's they like seven all years live near older, each yeah. other. And so... Lex is like knows that Lana knows something because he's been sus on Clark for ages and he, like, chases her, which leads to the car accident. So they have, like, a little car chase thing, mm. right? So then second time around, Clark decides not to tell Lana, but it kind of jumps back to when they're about to go on their super romantic date in which he took her to the fortress and told her. But then so it cuts to that moment and she's like, oh, what are we doing? And he's like, oh, uh, uh, nothing. <laughs> so then they break up. Ugh. And then, like... Lois almost dies, but then he, like, gets there just in time because she's, like, on the floor passed out and, like, there's the toaster's on the floor and the water's coming and then he gets there in time. And then Lana almost dies again, but Clark catches the bus that hits her from behind so she doesn't die. And then his dad has a heart attack and dies. Oh, fuck. <laughs> so now Jonathan so Kent's someone dead. Dies. Yeah, so as per comic storylines, Jonathan Kent dies of a heart attack and that's that. No tornado. No tornado in this oh, one. <laughs> so then Lucy was like bawling her eyes out when oh. Lana died. And then Lana even broke up with him. So now she hates Lana. <laughs> and then Jonathan died and she's like, I'm so done with this. <laughs> and she was, and then we went to bed because it was like midnight. And she was like, what the fuck? And yeah, so, so sorry, Luce, my bad. <laughs> but now we're past that and Green Arrow is here now and it's exciting. Right. Things are getting real. Yeah. So it's good stuff. That's good. Good, good stuff. Cool. Yeah, so I've been watching that in Superstore. Cool. Kat, you're up. Well, I feel like I haven't seen you guys for like a month. Oh, yeah. What did you think of Godzilla Godzilla vs. King King Kong? Kong. Because you weren't there when we recorded our recap. that, But you watched that at the same time as us. Considering that I have not seen any of the other Godzilla, excuse me, or King Kong movies, it was surprisingly easy to follow. So that was good. I enjoyed it. Like, I don't mind a mindless, like, monster destroying no. the earth, uh, killing I, a bunch of people kind of movie. Like, it, they're good every once in a while. I have a friend that went to see it. <laughs> I think he was expecting too much. Like, yeah. Like, oh, yeah. A movie like this, you can't expect much. No. Like, also, plot-wise. it's like the highest grossing film in, like, 18 months. So yeah. that's nice. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. It's cracked, Rock like, back, baby. 300 and something million at the global box office now. So, like... Fuck yeah. Yeah. Godzilla, baby. <laughs> Hashtag Team Kong. Um, no, nah, I'm on Godzilla's side all the way. He can breathe like 
blue shit. That's so cool. He's uh, like a super. I, I, I prefer lizard. the under, underdog, but I not even like the him. underdog because, like, it's established that he's not an underdog in this entire the story of the film, and then. He has okay. emotions. We should and get into this because yeah. I feel like yeah. you guys have got into it before. And yeah, we got Instagram comments on that. Yeah, we did. <laughs> um, but anyway, um, what else have I been watching? Oh, I watched The Secret Life of Walter Mitty the other night because I just wanted to feel good about myself. Oh, yeah, I've heard that's really good. Have you not seen it? No, it must oh, good. Yeah. I don't really enjoy Ben Stiller movies because I don't enjoy him as a comedic actor. Right. But he's not comedic in but this. But he's not comedic so in this fine. and he also directed it and it is like one of the most beautiful movies you will ever watch. Mm. I watched it when it came out and I haven't watched it since but I do yeah, remember liking it. You should you, rewatch it. You put up it. an Instagram story and I was like, is that Ben Stiller? I was yeah. like, oh, this must be Secret Level. It's so good and Kristen Wiig's in it and Sean Penn even though like, you know, it's all that drama with Sean Penn. Anyway. What did Sean there? Penn do? Oh. What did he do? Did he rape someone? I just... Oh. I. I thought, okay, I'll talk to you guys about this later. What? Because <laughs> maybe I'm making accusations. Okay, no. <laughs> I, I thought, <laughs> but maybe I read about the wrong person. Anyway. Did Sean no, Penn shush. do something, something bad? bad. <laughs> anyway. <laughs> so I'm giggling. Re- it's a really, really nice movie. Oh, and Adam Scott is in it as well. Mm. Is Sean Penn the most unbearable Hollywood actor on the planet? That's number one result. <laughs> there you go. Twelve um, stories about Sean Penn being a complete nightmare. I also, what is wrong with Sean Penn? Sorry, I up. also watched the documentary Sherpa. Oh, um, I want to watch. It looked really it's interesting. Really good. So, like, it was basically so it was shot in 2014 before the first earthquake happened, and then like there was a subsequent earthquake in 2015. But it was originally following a Sherpa who was going to summit Everest 22 times, which is the most that anyone has ever climbed. But then a bunch of people died, so it kind of turned into more of a documentary about the dangers of actually climbing Everest. Um, But, yeah, really, really, really good. Like, really just kind of puts things into perspective. And then I watched Everest. (laughs) I also saw that that was trending on Netflix. I was like, oh, I wonder why. Um, I almost watched that the other day, but I watched Superstore instead. And Everest was actually pretty good, although, like, Kira Knightley does a horrendous New Zealand accent. Oh, no. Um, but Might watch that tonight. That was really good. Like, just an easy kind of, but very sad action. Because lots of people die on the mountain? Oh. it was. Don't tell me who, because I'm going to watch no, it. No, no, no. So, it, uh, before 2014 and 2015, it was the worst... Um, it was the most season. amount of people to die on Everest in a single like, yeah, in a single season or a single day or something. I can't remember exactly, but yeah, they're really good. If you watch Sherpa first and then perhaps Everest. Um, and I also watched, so I had just like a nothing day today and watched all three John Wick movies, which I do not regret. So don't look at me like that, Jacob. <laughs> um, and they are just amazing, and everyone should watch them. They're like. Some of actually, they're probably my favorite action movies of all time. Just like I don't know, everything about them. Like you know how action movies are always like really gritty and dark, and like, but this has like color everywhere, and it just mm. works so well. And then like the fight, but sequence. they're also very gritty and dark. Yeah, but also <laughs> that. But like the fight like sequences, all three are just at Amazing and like choreographed like to perfection. The three of those movies. I don't know if you noticed it. The timeline of those movies is one week. 
Yeah, I know. Mm. And like he yeah, gets hit I by a car and one of them. Yeah, but he gets like hit by a car and one of them. And like the next one, he's just like, I can't fucking walk. Yeah, because they all yeah. lead on from one another. Yeah, it's like wild. literally five minutes has passed. Poor bastard. Yeah. For a week. Yeah, yeah. Literal week from his hell. His wife dies. <laughs> his dog dies. His car gets broken and stolen. And he kills a lot of people. Yeah. I mean, yeah. yeah. Like, life it's sentences. Kind of like, like, he spent like a thousand years in prison if he had get consecutive life sentences for all those murders of henchmen. I think they're filming the fi- uh, fourth and fifth one now and they're filming them back to back so it'll be released in like Bruh. 2022 and 2023. And yeah. that's why didn't The Matrix is taking so long to come out. No, I, was say, didn't this I want John Wick over The Matrix. No, I, no, I, I want Matrix, I th- baby. I think originally, like, this might be before COVID, but I think they had the same release date. Oh, did John they? John Wick yeah. 4 and <gasps> Matrix 4. That's, that's pretty cool. Probably different now. Oh, well, it'll be on now. HBO Max. So Not I don't know. this who, year. I don't, I don't know who does. That's only this year. No, but The Matrix is this year. Is it? Yeah. No. Yes. Well. <laughs> Please don't do your Batman mate. voices. <laughs> gonna have enough of, enough, we're going to have enough of that in a few weeks. Oh, I'm so excited. I'm Batman. That was really bad. That was. I'm going to work on it. Um, but anyway. Do my in, I'll do the intro another, in Batman voice. Another nah. man who wears a suit really well. John Wick. Yeah. Yeah. Or just Keanu Reeves in general. Or Batman. No. I just, I don't, okay. It depends I, on the Batman. Okay. Keaton didn't, didn't have any good suits. What do you mean? It was the 80s, leave him alone. You guys are going to hate me for this, but mm. I've just come to the conclusion that, like, I just don't like Batman. You know what, I'm okay with that. Like, like any, at all. Like any Batman. Just I the just, character itself? I just really, like, he's just a pretentious, rich asshole. Yes. Fair enough. And I just don't like him. That's fair. I, I'm more of a, I've grown into more of a Superman I guy. I've always been older. a Superman guy. I haven't seen enough Superman because all There's the movies not are kind of shit. No, so. no pretty much, <laughs> I mean, yeah. You've got kind of like Smallville, but That's, it's he's not. a teenager and it's like, mm, doesn't really count. And then you've got yeah. four Superman movies from like the 70s and 80s, one of which is kind of all right, <coughs> three of which really suck, and then you have Superman Returns, eh, Man of Steel, probably the best one. I have Justice League Unlimited on a hard drive somewhere. And then, Might yeah. watch that. Some of the, like, cartoons no, and movies are No, you should watch Parabellum. Fu- you should watch John Wick 3. Yeah, true. I do have to, yeah. That's really good. And Halle Berry's in it. Mm. And also, it's just really nice to see Keanu Reeves and, um... Oh, shit. What's his name? Bullets. No. Morpheus out of The Matrix. Sean Bean. What? No. <laughs> that is like the no, complete not Sean opposite. Bean. Um, Sean Penn. No. no. <laughs> uh, yeah, no. Um, Lawrence Fishburne. Lawrence Fishburne. Yeah. Them acting Fucking together love Lawrence again. Fishburne, yeah. man. Legend. Yeah. What a man. It's just he's just giant man in the MCU. He's Goliath. Goliath. Sorry, that's yeah. the one. Yeah. yeah. But also, like, I just want to see more of that. I want to see him go big. You're not going to get it. I don't I think he's coming it. back. I want it. I don't think he's coming back for Ant-Man and the Wasp too. <coughs> if I had to guess. You mean Ant-Man, oh. Quantumania, okay, whatever just, it's called. Okay. Yeah. This is an MCU podcast now, guys. Yeah. Like, yeah, always sorry, has been, sorry, always sorry. will be. Yeah, sorry. <laughs> I'm trying to talk about a different series sorry, that I sorry, really sorry, love, sorry, but sorry, that's sorry. fine. Go on, go on. No, I've said we my interrupt part. Her more than we interrupt James. You should have named an actor who was in the MCU. Yeah, you made that tangent. Anyway, I just wanted to say how much... I love and appreciate Keanu Reeves. I was totally going to jump in there with something, but I'm like, yeah, I'm sure you were. <laughs> I was like, the I would MCU. have slapped you yeah. across the face. <laughs> you can't reach me from there. Um. Anyway, yeah, just really cool movies, and like, yeah. they just like keep pushing each one to a new level. 
thing. Mm. Like he rides a horse and there's ninjas on motorbikes and there's a really cool knife throwing scene in the third one, Nick. Which I think he'll we appreciate. We do like knife throwing. Yeah, I love it. Especially after this week. There's like a point where there's this guy like with so many. It's just, it's great. Anyway. Just, I just really like the knife throw from the movie today, like right in the back. Mm. Yeah. Good stuff. <laughs> this is a good knife throw. Fuck that guy. Yeah. Yeah. Um. Anyway. Do we have anything else? No. Nick, have you been watching anything else? Uh no. Uh no. We're not getting into Snyder Cut. <laughs> no, oh. I thought he was oh. gonna say maths, so we we're gonna be like, fuck no. Oh, oh right. Like yeah, we no, did we'll before the episode. But sorry. Don't worry, I, I won't try and repeat the joke that we said we were gonna repeat. <laughs> no, no. Oh we, no. We, we can do a poll uh, for maths and the fuck Snyder no. Cut. <laughs> There's not. It's either gonna be I'll fuck no maths. or fuck no. In red. Really? You yeah, know but fuck no in red. We're e, talking e, about maths here. E turning down Snyder Cut episode forever. Yeah. Oh, for Snyder Cut. I just I just don't feel like I'm invested enough as you guys are mm, to talk fair. about it for an hour and a half and retain my sanity. <laughs> mm. <laughs> yeah. So yeah, understandable. I'm, I'm not going to do that mm. to myself. I don't think we'll retain our sanity either, but... I feel like it's been a month, though. I feel like I can't go for an hour now. I'll just be like... Oh, I definitely could. What happened again? I just like I just don't care, really. Like I just it happened. Yeah. It I came out. I just don't care. We have thoughts, but mm. and I also haven't seen the first one, so I have nothing to compare yeah, it to. All, right, all I'll say is I'd be so fucking pissed off if I was Ezra Miller. Why? Because he saves the day in the end, and in the original, yeah. he does fuck all. Yeah. Oh, really? He does. Fucking and nothing. Like he like literally uh, is every, the hero. E- like in everyone, this movie. everyone's acknowledging that. Like, oh yeah, it sucks to be Ray Fisher because Cyborg was cut out. I would be so well, not yeah. more, but like no one's acknowledging that Ezra Miller was just like because Ezra Miller's allegedly a really bad bloke. Yeah, because oh, yeah. he full choked that chick. Yeah. Uh. See, this is why I love Keanu Reeves because there's nothing bad about him. He's just so humble, and his wife's yeah. age appropriate. And he like just love that he has a very good private life, and he is like very because he and his wife have been together for like twenty years or something, haven't they? I don't think they're married. I don't know. No, they were. No, I think they didn't. He have a wife that died in like two. He had a. Or something? I have no idea, man. He had yeah. a partner that died. Oh no, they were had a baby that died and then broke up. I don't think they were married. And then she died like two years later in a car accident. Right. Jesus Christ. And then the person he's with now, he met in 2009. And then it wasn't until 2019 that they announced her relationship. Yes, I read his Wikipedia page mm. today, which is how <laughs> I know everything. Keanu <laughs> yeah. facts. Good on him for not being a fuckwit though. I was no, a nice bloke. And like, yeah. I read this story that he got stranded at the airport once um, because his plane had to like make a diversion or something. So he took all the passengers on a van ride around like whatever city it was and was just telling them all facts. Apparently, like, oh, fuck it, that's, I love and that. And I was like, <laughs> I would like, like, how apparently wholesome bought, is that? I, think, I can't remember if it was the Matrix or John Wick, but he bought everyone like a motorbike that worked on it. I think, yeah, or it was like the Stuntman or something. super rich. Yeah. And like in the Matrix, he like, he. Um, gave up a amount of the like profits he was going to make off royalties to go towards the special effects team so they could have a bigger budget for that. He's just a cool dude. Like, mm. I just want to be friends with him. Like, he sounds just really nice. I like, he would just be friends found, with you too. Yeah, he seems like the sort of guy you could sit down and have a coffee with and just be like, like, what's going on, mate? Like, tell me about your life. <laughs> like, I hope yeah. you're doing well. <laughs> Keanu, if you're listening to this, I hope you're doing well. I hope you're doing well. 
man. Can you send us an email if you do? Because like I won't be here. Yeah, yeah. No, no, I've seen him in interviews. He hates it when people talk about how nice he is. So fuck you, Keanu Reeves. <laughs> so you horrible he's, human being. He's checked out now. We talked about him too much. He'll be like, oh, uh, <laughs> click, <laughs> stop. Never listen to that again. You've got to put him in the title of the movie of the episode now. Starring Keanu. Yeah, n- no North by Northwest. Just Keanu Reeves. Yeah, Keanu Reeves episode. Question mark? No. No. This is the Keanu Reeves episode. Hang on, hang on. Isn't Northwest Kim Kardashian's kid's name? Uh, yes. yes. Oh, no. <laughs> it sounds like a fashion label. North by Northwest. Oh, she'll probably have a bloody fashion label. It's exactly yeah, what her fashion label would be called. North by Northwest. Mm. I feel like that would be pitched to her. She'd be like, I don't get it. I don't get it. I don't understand directions on geography. <laughs> well, North by Northwest isn't actually a point on the compass. It's North or West. Yeah, but you can go West by North or North by West by Northwest. It's like, but you can't terms. go North by Northwest. No, see, I, 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 what I thought you meant was like she'd make like a fragment and it would be called North, North by yeah. Northwest. A fragrance. Shut the fuck up. <laughs> How much gin have I, you drunk I thought tonight? I, I thought I got away with that. No, but like she'd make a fragrance. I pick up on everything by Northwest, right? But then, like the people who would buy oh, that, the people who would buy that, I get would, it, yeah, right? I get it. Yeah. No, but people would go to buy that, and the people who would buy that would be like, I don't get it. Yeah, See, we get it because we're old. But no, wait, her last name isn't West. It's just like her first yes, name. Yes, it is. is. North. Yes, Northwest. Yeah, Kanye West. Oh. Uh-huh. So I forgot Kanye's uh, name for a minute. <laughs> north by northwest is the directional point on the Mariner's Compass halfway between due north and northwest or 22 degrees 30 west due of north. Yeah, so nor northwest. No. Well, yeah, nor northwest or north by northwest on a Mariner's Compass. So it is a point on the direct <gasps> So snap, sorry, I just wanted to. I think we need to end this podcast. Yes. So <laughs> you can reach us on Instagram or Facebook at Watch It Again Podcast or Gmail at Watch It Again Pod at gmail.com. Let us know your thoughts on Keanu Reeves. I'm um, check the email North for the first time in weeks. Northwest. Verbal, 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 verbal. Audio crew, curation team. Anti Asian hate is on the rise. We put, okay, no, yep. We know that. Don't miss today's demo. When I, okay, no. Thanks. I saw someone named Paul, but it wasn't exciting. Okay. This is exciting. Did you change our Instagram name? No. Someone did on the 12th or the 3rd. Oh, did I? I think I changed it to see if, like, it would um, change. Oh, yeah. But then it... <laughs> well, we got an email <laughs> saying it changed. then I changed it back. <laughs> okay. Cool. Um, yeah, so thank you so much for listening. We will be back next week with more Alfred Hitchcock brought to you by Cat. Yeah. Yep. See if you can guess what movie we're going to be doing. Yeah. Sick. Just list all Alfred Hitchcock movies and you will get it right. Yes. And tell oh. us whether you want a it's not a cut episode or a maths episode. <laughs> Definitely not gonna be a maths on that says you talking to yourself in the mirror. I just might. Oh. Anyway, thanks for listening, guys. As always, I'm Jacob. I'm Kat. I'm Nick. Bye. See ya. Bye.